Welcome to the Abundance Hub podcast. My name is Jessica Shembury, and I'm so happy you are here investing in yourself today. As a business coach, mentor, and speaker, I'm dedicated to helping people learn how to live in alignment with their values and unlock their true potential in life. Think of this podcast as your weekly dose of mindset development. The tools and strategies I'm sharing will absolutely change the way you think and feel. Please visit jessicashembury.com.au to learn more about my offerings. And if you love this podcast, please write a review and share over on social media. Thanks for pushing play. Let's begin. Welcome to this week's episode. I am so happy you are here. Thank you for joining me again. Ah, This week is a fun little topic and something a little bit more lighthearted than the week prior because last week I know I gave you guys a absolutely rip-roaring ass-kicking. Oh, I feel like I did anyway. <laughs> um, this week is all about tools and how we use them. I remember years and years ago when I was kind of new-ish to my personal development journey, somebody said to me like, it's all about the tool belt. It's all about what kind of a tool belt you have. And it's just like in any area of our life, right? We need to have a good set of tools and we need to know what tool we can use to nail the hammer into the piece of wood or what tool we can use to dig a hole, or what tool we can use to, I don't know, cut something in half. (laughs) Clearly, I don't use physical tools often because this is much more in alignment with who I am talking about the tools of human self-personal development than it is about tools that we might use to fix things or dig things or cut things. But it is the same, same it's the same notion, right? And so I wanted to talk to you guys about this today because something that I do a lot with my clients is when I start my journey with a client, so I I often work with people in terms of mindset coaching on say like a four-week, a 12-week, a six-month, a year, it just, just depends. But I'll work with people over a certain period and I will often say to people, when we are going through coaching together, after I've gotten to know you, after we're observing, after we're doing our breakthroughs, there's always going to be a homework or a tool, something that I give you. And what I want you to do is create a book and you guys the same, get a fresh book and create for yourself a book or a piece of paper or something of what are the tools that I have that I can draw on when I'm not feeling my best, when I'm at at a weak point. What are the things I know that I can do to move myself from that state to improve my well-being, to improve my mindset, to get myself out of that hole, to dig myself out of that trench, to shift my focus? What are the tools I have? Because basically in life, we're looking to create a really, really solid set of strategies and tools that are going to serve us, that are going to move us into a place where we feel that we are on fire and that we are more than capable. And and most importantly, we're looking to 
have a really good toolbox because with the right toolbox, you can fix and do anything, right? Any like dudes out there listening, any guys are like, absolutely. <laughs> My toolbox is shit, by the way, in terms of fixing things for the garden or the house. I think that's called what we call air tasker <laughs> or dad <laughs> or my brother or my partner. <laughs> any men, any men that want to come and help. <laughs> that sounds so terrible. But no, I'm definitely not all over the toolbox in the physical world. <laughs> but in terms of personal human development, in terms of having a toolbox that is solid, in that respect, I am all over it. And I want you guys to be too. So this is my suggestion for you guys moving into next year, moving into the 12 months that you have ahead, is to create a book or a piece of paper or something, a um, note in your phone, whatever it may be, and start collecting a number of tools that are going to serve you. I'm going to share some of my favorite tools with you today and why I use them and how I use them. And hopefully for you, these will be super, super helpful and start you on that journey towards having a solid set of tools. Now, the reason we need this is because we are not often taught what to do in crisis or what to do when we're in the midst of chaos. Years and years ago, I had no toolbox. I had no tools. I had no box. I had nothing. And so I was basically just sitting in a space of react, 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 yell, fight, scream, cry, yell, fight, scream, cry, feel sad, get lost, drink wine, do whatever, find the mind-numbing thing that would take me away from my reality. Those were my tools and I'm going to be open and admit it. There have been so many times when I have hidden from things hidden from things I needed to do in business, hidden from things I needed to address in my relationships, in my parenting, in all sorts of areas of my life. And what I found is that what I did, what I have done in the past is I had a, I had a, I had a toolbox and it was full of literally, like I'll be totally and blatantly honest with you guys, it was full of crutches and substances and things that were not serving me. I've taken drugs to, you know, hide the pain. I have drunk alcohol. I've eaten food. I have binge watched TV series. I've done all the things. Um, and those were, that was a pretty shit set of tools that I was working with, right? Done the blame game, done the pity party, done the poor me, done the victim, done the borrow money, done all the things. And all of those tools were tools that absolutely did not serve me or move me to a higher self or serve my great, the greater good. They were tools that needed to be thrown in the bin. They were rusty and they were toxic and they were not serving me in any way, shape or form. As I've grown and matured and made my mistakes and moved through them and gotten a greater understanding for what life is all about, I've realized is that once we develop a firm set of tools, life becomes so much easier. Things get fixed way more quickly. 
So I'm going to share with you a few of mine. I have not got notes, so this is all coming from within and (laughs) I really, really hope this is adding value for you guys. But one of my major tools, which I have done a podcast on, I feel as though I need to do another one, but I did a, a recent YouTube training on it and my modules help with this. But one of the biggest tools I have is my mission statement, right? So that was a tool that took me a fair time to develop and I have invested a lot of time into this tool being very, very, very useful and serving me to the nth degree because I update it every three to four days. I read it every day. When I'm having bad days, my mission statement is getting absolutely annihilated, picked apart, read 10 times because it is one of my greatest tools in terms of keeping me on track. The reason for that is because it brings me back into a state of presence. It brings me back into a state of knowing what my vision is. It brings me back into reminding me of what's important and it takes me away from thoughts that are negative. It takes me away from reacting. It gives me a place to sit in peace and quiet and read. So that is, a, that is a tool, right? So what I'd be suggesting for you guys is really assessing what tools you have already available, what ones you would like to develop. Another tool I have, which I know is so self-serving and so healing for me, is being in nature. So I don't just be like, oh, yeah, it's nice to go for a beach walk or a bush walk or whatever or sit in the sunshine no, it's a physical tool that that shifts me, that um, moves me from point A to point B, that helps me heal. And so I know these things. Now, for me, I don't need a piece of paper or a book. But for a lot of you who struggle with self-worth, who struggle with being free, who struggle with connection or with relationships or their sexuality or their self-confidence or with their parenting or with their income, these things are absolutely vital to have a hold of, right? And so being in nature is something that is one of my number one tools. And so what I do is I I will just go and I will sit out the back and I will look up, look up, look up, look at the sky, look at the sun, feel the sun on your face. Put your feet in the sand, put your feet in the water, go and touch a tree, hug a tree maybe, (laughs) go and look at nature in its greatness. That's a tool. Personal development wise, I have some really good some really good quality questions that I like to ask myself. Good quality questions lead you to the most beautiful of answers. If you are a great coach, you know how to ask good quality questions. Um, my best friends and the people that I treasure and love the most in my life are the people that ask me good quality questions, that care. Now, if you care enough about yourself, you will have a set of questions that you can ask yourself. Now, some of the some of the simple questions, and I've done some of this before in other podcasts, but some of the simple questions you can ask is like, what is really going on for me right now? Is this really true? If I was to show up as my higher self right now, how would I be showing up? Who am I showing up as? What do I want to embody? What is my outcome for today? What is my long-term outcome? 
what is most important right now? I can tell I do this a lot. <laughs> Who am I showing up as in this moment? What am I choosing to be true? Where am I hiding from my truth? These are just good quality questions that lead us to good quality answers. So quality questions is a tool. Another tool is what belief am I holding on to right now that isn't serving me? What belief am I holding on to right now that isn't serving me? What belief am I holding on to right now that isn't fucking true? What story am I creating in my head? Again, good quality questions that lead to good quality answers. One of the greatest tools you will ever, 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 ever have. I do this all the time. I did it the other day. I could feel myself having a bit of a breakthrough. I could feel myself moving into a place where I was like, oh, there's going to be a shift happening. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to recluse. I'm going to go and retreat. I need time to myself. And so in one instance, I was like, is this going to serve me? Is this what I need? That's what I was asking myself. How is this going to impact people around me? How do I best show up as my higher self? My answers were be communicative, make sure I'm clear with the people around me that I may be speaking to or I love. I just need this time tonight. Um, what stories am I creating? Okay, am I clear there are no stories? Am I retreating because I'm creating stories? And so I was able to move myself through that, um, that time of stress quite easily because of the quality questions that I asked. So you've got your mission statement, you've got connecting into nature, you have got your quality questions. That's three really super cool, super, super cool tools for you in your toolbox. Ah, state changing tools. This is another really cool one. So how do we change our state? So I love to have like four or five things I can do that change my state really, really quickly so that when I'm in a bad state, a negative state, lower self state, I can change it quickly. Diving in the ocean is one of mine because I live near the ocean and I do it no matter how hot or cold it is. If you don't live near the ocean, it could be a cold shower. Dancing or strutting to a song. Self-pleasure or sex could be one of them. Yelling, screaming, laughing, expression of the emotion. Like, laughing your head off. Changes your state. Drinking a big glass of water will help change your state. There are so many little things that you can do that will change your state. Pumping a song and driving in the car, doing a cartwheel, (laughs) exercise in general changes our state. Laying on the grass and staring at the cloud state changes our state. So it's really good to recognize that these little micro habits can actually lead to some really powerful, powerful things. Another thing that I love in my toolbox is something that I I don't often talk about, but it's a um, 
it's a really, really cool little thing that I do and um, and I feel like it is, I mean, it's just so valuable, is writing letters of gratitude. It sounds simple, but if you don't do it regularly, then you are missing out, my friends. So a tool when you are feeling unresourceful, when you are feeling like everything's not going your way, is thinking about things you can be grati- gra- gratitude for, can you be grateful for, and then attaching it to people and writing people letters of gratitude or having gratitude hours within your week that bring you back into appreciation over expectation. Absolutely so, so powerful. Another really good tool is assessing the wheel of life. If you have not heard about this, the wheel of life looks at all the different areas of your life. So finances, career, relationships, health, etc., etc., etc. And we assess where we are at on a scale of zero to 10 in every single area of our life. This is a tool. So when we're feeling lost, when we're feeling like, oh my gosh, I don't know what to do, I can go and I can assess this. Another tool is listen to a podcast, right? Easy. These are tools. I'm giving you so many today. Another one is what can I control and what can't I control? Now, the simple answer is what I can control, my state, what I can't control, everything else. (laughs) But be specific to your circumstance. So if you have a frustration, you can't move through it, go to it. What can I control? What can't I control? I had one the other day. I wanted things to be different. I was wishing for something to be a certain way. I wanted this person to be showing up that way because that would have made me feel happy and better. And it wasn't happening because guess what? I can't control it. What can I control? I can control how I show up. I can control how I talk, the tone of voice I have. I can control how much love and compassion I give this person. I can control how much space I give them, whether I'm stepping into my feminine or my masculine energy. I can control all of those things. What can't I control? I can't control how much that person is working or how available they are for me. I can't control... um, what they're going to do or say or be or whatever. This is so, so powerful because the more we understand that there is actually so much out of our control, the more we appreciate the little things we do have control of and when we master those and we create tools around them, we can literally unlock and untap a phenomenal, beautiful life for ourselves and for the people around us. Another tool which you guys are probably familiar with, probably heard of, is journaling, note-taking, observations. I like to call them observations because I like to look and assess and and write down my observations. Journaling, note-taking, whatever. Don't love the word journaling. I don't know why, but I love to look at observations. So um, again, it probably is because I love quality questions so much, but where have I done well? Where could I have improved? What went well? What didn't? What would, be, what would be an ideal way for this to play out next time? Again, it's all back to observing and quality questions and getting clear with things like that. Another really good tool when I'm feeling lost is reading. I've talked about this before, but just taking yourself into a space where you can do a present moment thing, reading, meditating, 
very, very powerful in terms of just saying, you know what, I know that things are falling apart around me, but I also know how to become present. If I can become present, then I can master anything. I move out of reaction. I move into response mode. So tools, I've just given you like five or six or seven, I don't know, but I've given you guys some tools. These are really simple, but to a lot of people, they're not because if you're not practicing them, then you're not receiving the benefits and it's all about tools and how we use them. It's not just about the tool itself. And so when we master the use of them, when we understand, look, these are available to me. I've written them down on a piece of paper. I've got them in a physical toolbox. Maybe you do. You have a little toolbox per se or whatever you want to call it where you've got your pen, your paper, your reminders. You write down all of your tools on little pieces of post-it notes and you put them in a jar and you pick a tool when you are in trouble. You pick a tool when you're feeling depressed or anxious or, or stressed. That could be a really cool idea or on a paddle pop stick or something like that. Um, tools are only ever going to be useful to you if you take them out of the garage and you start using them, utilizing them regularly, right? Not just to fix things, but to actually keep things in working order. So I really want to encourage you guys to have a think about that. Have a think about that concept and ask yourself, what are the tools that I regularly draw on? And what are the tools that I'm drawing on right now that I probably need to replace with something more wholesome, with something that's going to move me closer to where I want to be, with something more productive, with something more intelligent? Because a lot of our tools are self-serving, sabotaging, addictive kind of tools, not things that we want to be doing long-term. For any change to happen, we have to assess address and implement out of the situation we're in. Otherwise, we just stay in the loop and we keep on going with what we're doing. So I would love to know what your tools are. I'd love to know if you're utilizing them and how you are, if you're making a jar or you're making a post-it note, sticky note thing, and you're picking one off a mirror, whatever it may be, I'd love to see you implement this. Listening to things and not implementing is knowing, but ignoring, right? Now, I don't know about you, but the the feelings I feel knowing that I'm emotionally in this point, mentally in this point, inte- intelligence-wise in a point where I know the tools I need to draw on and I just go to them means that I avoid so much pain and heartache in my life. And I'm pretty sure that you guys would love to do the same. So <sighs> onward and upward, go do those things. If you have any questions at any point in time, please reach out to me. I hope you have a beautiful week and I will be back same time, same place next week. Bye. I truly hope you loved this episode of the Abundance Hub podcast. Please screenshot and share this episode because living abundantly means sharing good things with people you love. If you'd like to help us, please write a review on the podcast And don't forget to subscribe so you never miss another episode.